Hey there, boys and girls. It's Ralph Garman, and you're listening to Talking Cod Swallop. Good choice. Hello, everybody. This is Ming Chen from AMC's Comic Book Man. You might know me from the Tell Him Steve Day podcast and the I Sell Comics podcast. Listen, I love podcasting. I love talking, but what I really love doing is talking cod swallow. Hey, I'm Alicia Witt. I'm Daniel Portman from Game of Thrones. I play Podrick Payne. I'm Ellipses, and you're listening to the talking... Okay, I'm Mark Bernard, and you're listening to the Talking Cod Swallow podcast. Hey, man, it's Kevin Smith, Silent Bob, whose voice you were never used to hearing in the 90s until I started opening it up, man. And that's because I'm a podcaster, and you're listening to a podcast, Talking Cod Swallow, right here, man. Welcome to this week's Talking Codswallop. I am Gemma. No James this week. He sends his apologies to our guests, who I'm going to introduce in a second, because as we know from last week, he's got the COVID and uh, not feeling 100%. So, But I have got two fantastic guests with me. The first one is a repeat offender coming onto this show. <laughs> well, multi- <laughs> multiple repeat offender, I think, um, Mr. Steve Ashton. Hello. Hello. And uh, the wonderful and lovely, and don't feel bad that I didn't say that about you, Steve, (laughs) Carrie Watson. Hello. Thanks for having me today. You're absolutely welcome. And we're here today to talk about your new podcast that you're doing on Patreon, aren't we? Yeah, but do you know what? Before we get to any of that, Gemma, can I uh, say, I hope, James, I hope you feel better somewhat. Just terrible bad luck to get COVID right near the very end of, you know, (laughs) the rates going down. What a... What a terrible time. Well, no time's great to get it, but it must. It, so our hearts go out to you, James. So we hope you feel better, sunshine, real soon. Yes, yeah. absolutely. Sorry to sorry to have missed meeting James. Hope you feel better. Yeah. Oh, hopefully, you know, I, I think, you know, basically he's on the sort of road to recovery kind of now, but it's um, he's had it for the last sort of three, four months. So it's what's called long, long COVID. Oh, no. Yeah, so yeah, I've heard that they call them um, here in the states. I think they call them long haulers, where yeah. you have leftover side effects that that last for a while. Oh, I'm so sorry to hear that. Yeah, he is. He is a poorly man at the moment. So, yeah, as as a, as a good host, you know, I'm very. You know, normally I would make a joke and say something rude that he's not here about, but you know, at the moment it doesn't seem right because he really is ill. But <laughs> I just want to give him sort of time off and to he needs to rest and get well. So, well, what a good boss you are, Gemma. I know, right? (laughs) (laughs) But, you know, it is important because, you know, at the end of the day, he is my friend. So, uh, yeah, yeah, get well soon, James. But I say that to him every day anyway. So, anyway, boring. Let's get past James. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sure he's glad to hear that. But, you know, it's interesting you say about, you know, speaking to your friend every day because I get to speak to my friend Almost every day, isn't it, Carrie? Every couple of days, at least, anyway. Yeah, we speak probably every... I think we used to do longer conversations a couple times a week. And then with the launch of Holistic Buffet, 
it is sort of nice that we're friends and also running a channel together because uh, as we're getting things up off the ground, I would say we're checking in every day or every other day, which is lovely to be able to do. Yeah. And that's the real key, I think, isn't it? Um, Which is, you know, one of the great um, objectives in life is to get paid doing something that you love to do so it doesn't feel like a job. Now, we're not doing Holistic Buffet I know it sounds counterintuitive. We're not really doing it to make like tons of money because as you well know, Gemma, it's very Mm -hmm. difficult to make lots of money um, (laughs) uh, through podcasts, right? Certainly we're not in the thousands of subscriber numbers. So we are just putting hold on the retirement plans just for the moment. But that's kind of not wasn't really the impetus for doing it, was it, Carrie? No, I think it was twofold. I think that the impetus was... We had our eye on launching um, a company, and then that was a bit thwarted with the with the COVID um, situation. Mm-hmm. And after a while, we realized that we really could move forward, but in a slightly different way. And we could still help people and create content around the mind, body, and soul, and just do it slightly differently. So that th- that is where we came up with the concept of being able to do holistic buffet. Yeah, that's brilliant. I think it is a fantastic concept, to be honest, because I mean, obviously, podcasts are a brilliant way of getting the message out to people, anyway, aren't they? Because so many people if they are working from home or if they're doing long commutes or anything like that then they've got the kind of time to sit and listen to these uh the podcasts especially the kind that you you guys have put together but i was going to say before we actually um sort of go definitely into the into holistic buffet which is your podcast on patreon obviously i know your backstory as a as in how the two of you met and whatnot but i just wondered if you could sort of like give a little bit of how how it all began where it all came from kind of thing for people who haven't listened to the ralph report or holistic buffet yeah of course so i my name's steve and i was born at a very early age um i we were so (laughs) I grew up very poor. Uh, we were so poor, we only had our imaginations and our hands to play with. No, so um, yeah, my my involvement with uh, Carrie is that we have a mutual connection through her ex husband and a podcast that I'm on, and uh, and a podcast that she runs basically and produces, which is the Ralph Report, which many people listening now will know about. Um, uh, and we met through. Well, I don't know, Carrie, do you, uh, well, let me give you a bit of background about me and my job and all that stuff first. Yeah. So I work in the corporate environment. I've had sort of a couple of careers. One is in entertainment, kind of, which is in radio and television and a bit of theater and a bit of stand-up. Um, but the majority of my career has been about uh, learning and development, right? So working on behalf, like in a consultancy capacity, so traveling all around the world doing that for other companies. But for the last 11 years working for a big American financial services company, and again, get to travel all around the world doing what I do, which is teaching people things like um, soft skills, sales skills, uh, relationship management, leadership skills, all that stuff. And uh, that's what I've been. That's what I kind of, some of the aspects that I bring to the podcast. And then carry over to you. Yeah. And so my background is uh, I sort of came up within the studios here in Hollywood. I 
worked for, um, I believe it was eight years at Sony Pictures and then another five or six at Paramount Pictures. And I have been involved in doing many acquisitions and mergers between the studios, mostly on the IT and the finance side. And along with acquisition and mergers, one of the pieces that I was accountable for was to merge cultures of different companies. And it was my, the, my most favorite part of, of both of those, those jobs at those studios was using, uh, emotional intelligence to integrate the different cultures in, uh, put them in organizational alignment. So Steve and I met doing the Ralph report podcast. And the first time that I had met Steve in person was the first time we did a live show for the Ralph report. And we didn't actually know until we met in person that we had these, the love for these soft skills in common. And the first time we met, we talked for hours about what Steve did and what, what I had done at the studios and the part of my job at the studios that I really, really enjoyed. And after being friends for a couple of years, we realized that there was potential for us to do something like this together. And that is where the concept of holistic buffet uh, began to emerge. Yeah, I got. Um, I asked Carrie to come into my company because she's the expert around, particularly emotional intelligence. She's a genius on this stuff. So, and I know a bit about that kind of thing, right? And I wanted to bring her in to come and do some stuff with my company. So, when I was in, I was doing some training in Santa Monica, and coincidentally, we'd done a live Ralph report a couple of days before, and yeah. so I got Carrie to come down. And do you know what was quite interesting? And she knows this, but it was in my mind, at least anyway, not overtly but it was kind of covert in my mind. I kind of felt like it was, I don't know if I've, I think I've told you this, Carrie, it was a bit like a bit of an audition. (laughs) In a way. I don't know if you No, I I felt it. I I did. Yeah. And and an audition in terms of kind of go, because I've, I've done, I've done what I'm doing now for like 11, 12 years. Right. I mean, like overall about 30 years and I've worked in companies and I've worked on my own and working on my own sucks. Um, because you're, you've got no one at the end of a, of, you know, doing a piece of work to come and chat to and go, it went really well and, and get any feedback or camaraderie or just anyone to be around and work. And we're social animals and particularly that kind of work, it takes a lot out of you emotionally. So I didn't want to do that. So as soon as I met Carrie and then, you know, she said what she did, I went, oh my gosh, you, yes, you. And it would be great because we could do stuff in America and we could do stuff in Europe and, oh, I really want to work with you and let's do this. So we kind of started talking about that a little bit, a little bit tentatively. And I got her to come in. And so my kind of thing was around, I wonder if she's any good. And she was amazing. Right. And I've got very high standards. Well, you, I've said that to you at the time as well. And you didn't believe me because you're all, you know, like most people kind of going, oh no, don't, don't pay me a compliment. But she was incredible. And the thing is, not many people impress me doing the kind of job that I do because I genuinely think I'm one of the best around, right? <laughs> and that's not me being arrogant. Uh, you know, it is a being, being a bit arrogant, but I am brilliant think, at it. Yeah, I think in a way that you have to be a bit arrogant, though, don't you? Not, not arrogant, confident. confident. Yeah, yeah. 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 You came to I'm the same conclusion. Yeah. And I, and I rarely meet anyone who comes up to my standards who I would say, you know, 
you could put next to me and go, they don't have any difference in their experience. And Carrie absolutely did that. So I just thought, yes, absolutely. I want to do a business with her. So yeah, that's kind of how it all came about. And, uh, and she, and you passed the audition. Well done, Carrie. Uh, <laughs> I've been really patronizing saying that. So much. Uh, Steve is really good at, at what he does. And I think we, we see value in, what many people will call soft skills, but it will be interesting to see as the channel grows. One of my passions is, uh, and what we have branded holistic buffet as is it's really the integration of the body, the mind and the soul and understanding yeah. that what happens in your body does affect the other parts of you. Uh, and I have had a lot of experience as well in, uh, somatic reasoning, which is understanding that you have the ability to control your nervous system. So what we'll be doing with holistic buffet is coming up with different topics, uh, every month. Uh, we do usually two different topics a month. This last month we launched with one topic because it was so super juicy. We felt like we needed a whole month to focus on uh, <laughs> values and how you define your values. And it has gone, I have to say, so far really well. Uh, we have a group of about 120 people who are in the Holistic Buffet community. And we we were pleased with the work that individuals did last month. Uh, and then we wrapped it up with a live stream brunch, which we do. We'll, we'll conclude every month with a live stream brunch where we all get together and share lessons learned or challenges. And it was uh, it was really it was sensational. I had chills watching uh, stories, people share stories and watching the community come together and talk about how the work that they did this last month on values gave them some really new perceptions of themselves. Yeah, so it's really moving. Yeah. To, to see people's journey and, and so, because, you know, it's, it's you both Carrie and I, Gemma have been, th have done this work and been in, immersed in this world of, you know, personal and professional development. And we've both read a million books and been on a million courses. Mm -hmm. So we have that language and we have that skill. So if you ask us, you know, tell me about this, boom, we can easily, relatively speaking, depending on what it is, but relatively yeah. easy access, those memories, those feelings, those, those experiences, those attitudes and all of that. And we appreciate not everybody else does. So it was really encouraging to see people put their trust in us because they yeah. know us, you know, people know me through being a, an acerbic, um, sarcastic person on the Ralph report. <laughs> and they know Carrie for being the fantastic organizer and, you know, mothering myself, Ralph and Eddie and, you know, making sure everyone does the things they do and running stuff. Right. People yeah. don't know us for that other side of things. So to put their trust in us in a different way was really, I was really knocked out and, and grateful. And for them to be, for a couple of people specifically who are on, are on the live show to be, so vulnerable and to really communicate some of the challenges that they go through and how they can use the content that we've been talking about in their personal lives and that it was just it was fantastic and just I, I'm, I'm speaking on behalf of Carrie here but it really spurred us on to go do you know what we're, we're doing absolutely what we should be doing we've pitched it right we spent a long time thinking about how to do it and what to do but I think we've got a really good formula and we just you know would really love more people to subscribe gives a chance for a couple of months subscribe 
um, and do the exercises that we're uh, promoting. And it can genuinely, I think, some of the things we're talking about make a positive difference in your lives, you know, because, uh, you know, because we've both, again, we've both done this for years and we both know that it can make a difference. We've done it in the, in the, in the, in the, um, corporate world. So we know it makes a difference. This is slightly different because we're parlaying that all of that experience and knowledge and skill into, if you like, you know, a more, more of a broader audience. Yeah. Yeah. And it's much more personal too, isn't it, Steve? I mean, Uh, the, you know, there's a difference when, when you, you're in a corporate environment versus, uh, this is almost like an, ex- it's, it's a new community, holistic buffet. It, mm-hmm. I would say it's similar to the support that Garmi members give each other over on the Ralph report, except for it's more targeted at right. self-awareness and self-improvement. And so you see people supporting each other in a deeper, more authentic way. Yeah. Uh, and, and that was so special to see. Yeah, that is, it's really lovely because from a listener point of view, you know, like, I mean, at first it was hard, not, not hard to listen to because it's fantastically put together, but you know, I was kind of like, because I'm so used to you, Steve cracking jokes and whatnot, you know, (laughs) at first I was kind of like, Oh, how am I going to get past this? But actually it's so quick and so easy to, you know, like it's nice to hear the other side of you as yeah, well w- and waiting, i'm not ta- waiting for a punchline or a yeah <laughs> or yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> exactly and sorry i don't mean that you know like obviously carrie you know like out of, you know kind of knows steve a little bit better so yeah. but mm-hmm. only through the show so you know obviously i've you know come to hear you on the ralph report sort of making jokes and things like that and it was it, you know both of you it's nice to hear a sensible side but it's also like you said about the fact that people are willing to put their trust and you know it's it's very honorable the fact that people really trust you guys to sort of give their deepest darkest feelings if you know what i mean so yeah um do you know what we're really we're still you know in month one right now and mm-hmm. with some of the different things and i think we want to like carrie said we want to sort of work inwards and outwards right so we want to work on the yep. inner self we want to work on the more I, I don't know i mean i consider myself quite a spiritual kind of person a bit at least i consider myself but if i really think about it you know and i'm not a religious in any way shape or form i don't you know i'd say i was kind of an atheist if you like but i certainly have belief in something other than ourselves i don't know if i could call it you know a spirit kind of thing but um we want to touch on some of that and i want to learn a bit more about that you know and we also particularly on the physical side this is where carrie's you know as well as the you know the mind stuff the meze for the mind that we say um is an expert in that stuff she's a real expert on the physical side of things and i want to learn from her so we're kind of one of the things that we pride ourselves on is we're going along the journey with people so we are going to be bringing it's not just going to be carrying us carrie and i we're going to be bringing in experts who are expert in a particular field so for example, Dr. Dr. Johnny, we're going to have on at some point, aren't we, Carrie? Yeah, we, we will. We, we definitely are not saying that we're the experts in everything. I think what we're doing is bringing you curated, easily digestible content in these different areas. It can be so overwhelming in culture today. There is just too much information out there, isn't there? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It, you know, there are, I mean, I think every day there's 2 million podcasts that are released and it can be so overwhelming with books and podcasts and 
you know, online courses to, to figure out where do you go if you really want to just look at honing in and, and improving in the areas of mind, body, and spirit. So we'll be bringing, uh, you know, curated content. Dr. Johnny is a good friend of mine. We had him on the Ralph report as well. And he is a, a nutrition expert. He is a myth buster. He wrote a book called The Great Cholesterol Myth, which is fascinating. Mm-hmm. And we will be bringing on all all different, uh, you know, sorts of uh, experts in, in different fields from uh, Reiki to personal trainers and, and coaches in that area. Uh, I would like to have, I believe we have a doctor that's going to be available to come on to talk about hormones, which is such a deep subject and so fascinating and something that in the last five years, I've had an incredible amount of awareness around as I'm, you know, entering menopause. So we have, we have such a long list and we are also taking feedback from our buffet members. Uh, If we get a lot of requests about a certain topic, then we can reach out and find an expert and bring them in and we can all learn together. And, you know, as a community, there is huge value in it too. I had a personal message from someone who had joined us on the live stream who recently uh, went into a new job and moved out of state. Uh, And those are two really big things to have happen all at once. And she said, I miss my friends and I miss my old community. And to be able to get on there Sunday and see some familiar faces and watch people sharing their stories, I feel like I have this new virtual community. I have a new uh, you know, place where I can be open and honest and vulnerable and learn and grow at the same time. It also gives them the probably training you know, because everybody needs to retrain, don't they? When you have that situation, when you move to a new job or you move to a new area, or in this person's case, both, um, you kind of need to train how to kind of make friends and start socializing with people again in a way. So it's kind of, yeah, that's kind of like a good platform to almost like practice that side of things as well. You know, relating values, which was our topic for the month, relating values to the, uh, to your job or a career environment was the most popular theme through the month. Wasn't it, Steve? It was absolutely. It it really, it, we really let the community drive, you know, what that key theme was. And a lot of people said, Hey, I'm doing this values work can I tie it into the fact that I'm not doing well in job interviews? And so we did some personal coaching with individuals and it revolutionized the way that they are going to talk about themselves and sell themselves when they get into a job. We talked about how you use your values in a culture, uh, a job culture that, that doesn't make you fully comfortable. Um, how do you work with people who don't have the same values that you have? We spent a lot of time on that this month. So, uh, I like, I like the fact that the community also sets the pace and a little bit drives the direction of where we take these learning materials. So I've got an idea, Carrie. Um, what about, so Gemma, you've subscribed. Thank you so much. Have you had a chance to do the exercises yourself? I haven't yet. No, but I could do it. You know, like I could sort of think of something now. If Let's do, what about that, yeah. Carrie? Should we, should we put Gemma through the first exercise? Yeah, do the first, yeah, have her do the first exercise so everybody All can right. have an example of, of some of the things that we do. 
All right, okay, you go. Perfect. So you you explain it then. What what's uh, what's the first stage? Well, the first stage is we would like you to just take a moment and think about, and this could be someone in your family, it could be a friend, it could be someone you don't know, a political or a religious figure. Uh, we even had someone select a fictional character. But think of one or even two people that you really, really admire. Okay. Steve, why don't you take do the next step? Okay. So have you got someone in mind, Jeff? You don't have to say who they are. Yes, I have. I can say, yeah, I can say it's my mum. So, okay. Could what I want you to do is if you were to, if someone to say, uh, maybe an alien came down and said, tell me all about your mum, I want you to, in five words, five single words, describe her five qualities, her five most obvious qualities to you, and just write those down and say them out loud. Okay. Um, I'm just thinking now. (laughs) Caring. Loving. I don't know if caring and loving are the same thing, are they? Doesn't matter. Give me three more. Okay, no problem. Artistic, or actually change that to creative, sorry. And, you know, home home giver. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's because I'm on the spot I think, now. I think that you, you could use the word maybe uh, um, nurturer. Nurturer. Yeah, that sounds much better. Thank you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Being dyslexic, sometimes my brain won't connect to like, words to my mouth. And one more. Yeah, one more. Um, what would all of her friends say about her? I'd say funny. Okay. Yeah. All right. Okay. Can't really say nut job, can I? <laughs> I, I think you could do. Right. Yeah. A funny nut job. Yeah. All right. So. When, we, when we've done the exercise during the podcast, we spent a bit more time going through this and, and getting people to really write down, because these words can be quite emotive. So the word nurturer looks different to you than it does to me, does to carry, right? Mm-hmm. So that word can have lots of different meanings because words in their essence are emotive. So let's go through that list. Caring, loving, creative, nurturer, and funny. I, did we have artistic? Yeah, artist. Well, creative, artistic. Yeah, yeah. I changed okay. it. I did change it to creative. Yeah. Okay. And that's who? Just remind us. That's my mum. Okay. Yeah. So caring is that she cares. She cares in some way. She cares too much. So I don't know if that's a good thing or not. But you know, she she cares about everybody. Basically, mm-hmm. um, yeah. she also cares about herself as well. But she probably puts herself on the back burner. Right. So. Um, what about creative, the creative artistic side? The creative side, I mean, she's a fantastic artist. Incredible. You know, she does a load of paint, paintings and things like that. But she also creates, like recently, she's made sort of like figurines and stuff like that for the garden and stuff. So right. it's it's more of a material creative kind of sure. thing. But yeah. But a nurturer too, what's that? Just explain what that word means to you, being a nurturer. I think the fact that she... You know, like, like, I don't know how to say this without sounding awful, but, you know, like almost like looks after the home and she makes it feel all warm and cosy and welcoming. Yeah, I think that's the easiest. You know, I don't want to sort of say she's a housewife or anything like that. No, but she makes people, she creates an environment where people feel safe and cared for. Yes. And then quite often they don't want to leave. They almost feel so comfortable there that, you know, they fall asleep sort of thing. It's uh, quite comfy. Yeah. Yeah. Brilliant. And then finally, funny. I mean, that's fairly self-explanatory, right? But let me let yeah. me propose this idea to you. So caring, loving, artistic and creative, nurturer and funny. That's you. Yeah, pretty much me. 
Yeah. So, so what we did with this exercise is we, we sort of teach people that the values that you respect the most and those that you uphold and you have high esteem for and those that you respect a lot are actually the values that are alive in you as well. And they tend to be the values that are most important to you, even if it's a value that you're not necessarily practicing or a value that you need to improve upon. So what we do after we define the values in our next session is we started to take a look at personal inventory of those values. So what are my five most important values and what are the behaviors in me that uphold those values? And what are the behaviors in me that railroad those values? And then an inventory of the people in your life. Who are the people in your life that uphold those most important values to you? And who are the ones who don't? So that was the whole concept of values for, for this month. Yeah, no, that's fantastic. Yeah. One of the things, Gemma, is that you express them in different ways from other people, right? So you'll express, you express your creativity through, guess what? Podcasting. This, this meeting. Exactly. You're, you're, you're doing that. You're very funny. You know, you are a nut job. I'm sorry to say people (laughs) that may come as news to you. I don't know if you're aware (laughs) of your nut jobbiness. Um, (laughs) The salty, well, our listeners are called salty tadpoles. Just that's more information for Carrie more than you, Steve. But um, yeah, so I think they're fully aware that I'm a nut job, but I'm a lovable, crazy person. (laughs) Wait, salty tadpoles? Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. I'm going to start calling my daughter that. I love that so much. I call no, her. No, 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 but... no. Carrie, Carrie, do you understand what that's a euphemism for? No. <laughs> oh, I got it. I, now I got it. Never mind. I'm not going to call Olivia Salty Tadpole. Okay. So um, you can call her a sparkly tadpole. Yeah, yes. I can call her. And Gemma, what's this other? I, I know we're getting a bit off topic here. I'm veering off to the left, but. What's this other thing that you usually do when you start your shows? You usually ask people about, I can't remember the term. Yeah. Oh, the what a load of codswallop. Yes. So, well, firstly, do you know what codswallop means? I don't. You'll have to tell me. I'm just, you know, silly American. Or shall I ask you to try and guess? (laughs) I'll never be able to guess. It's not as bad as salty tadpoles, put it that way. (laughs) And well, this, is some, some, this is someone who, as an American, has spent an incredible amount of time in England. I don't know that term. Well, cod, I mean, it's not an overly overused word, to be honest. Um, it's it's the occasional thing. But codswallop kind of means like rubbish and, well, crap. <laughs> so, okay. you know, like the PG version is sort of rubbish, really. So I uh, just the uh, just like the idea of the fact that I put the two together of talking rubbish, you know, talking crap sort of thing, and then entertaining people with it. The what a load of codswallop is the it's basically anything that's kind of annoyed you throughout the week, month, year, whenever mm-hmm. your lifetime or whatever. And it's just that one opportunity to get it off your chest. So if there's something, you're more than welcome to do it. I wasn't going to do it this week, but um, yeah. you're you're more than welcome to supply uh, supply a codswallop if you'd like to. As long as it's not anything I've done. If that is the case, keep it to yourself. No, and give it to us. Tell us. <laughs> I, I do have something. Okay. I do. 
So it's something that I have been, um, it's something that I have been unaware of about myself and others. And it was just pointed out to me last weekend. And now that I'm aware of it, it bothers me. Okay. And it is this whole new awareness that I have after my nieces have pointed it out to me of the weenus. Do you know what this is? The weenus. The weenus. I'm not. Is it, to do, is it like salty tadpoles connected in any way? <laughs> no, it's not. It's it's completely. Uh, it's not even PG thirteen. If you Google it, a weenus is the extra skin on your elbow, which as you age, of course, gets gets more loose and apparently in my case, more dry. So I was sitting with my nieces and one of them said, you have a really dry weenus. And I said, what are you talking about? And I've never paid any attention to my elbows before. But then I looked at it and realized that I did, in fact, have a dry weenus. And so now what annoys me about it is that I'm now aware of it and I have to moisturize every night, which just adds to the very lengthy pre-bedtime routine that I already have in trying to keep up with the fact that I'm in my 50s. Well, you look fabulous, first of all. And Thank second. You. And that's you're welcome. And second of all, I feel always bad when people say that they've got a routine before they go to bed because usually mine is, oh, I'm tired, changing my pajamas, tie my hair up into a ponytail. <laughs> <laughs> so are you, are you, Gemma? Are you not a uh, face washer? Um, I mean, I do usually use like a wet wipe or something like that. You know, one of the facial uh -huh. wet wipes and things. Um, but yeah, to be honest, I don't really wear makeup and things anyway. So, um, only if I'm like, I'm going out specifically right. for like dinner or something like that. But yeah, I'm kind of, I guess like a bit of a tomboy kind of girl, yeah. you know, girl. So my sister, her whole life has never washed her face and 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 even when she wears makeup, she doesn't really wash it. And I have always been a face washer and, and serum user. And her skin is far, looks far better than mine does. <laughs> she's no, wait a minute. She's never washed her face ever. Well, no, she does. But it's not like, it's not like an evening routine. Like you brush oh. your, like for me, I floss, I brush my, I brush my teeth, I floss. I wash my face. I apply my serums and my moisturizers. Now I have to also moisturize the weenus and whatever <laughs> other dry skin that I have, which is, it's just like the, it, it, I'm turning into a lizard before my very eyes. So I've always done that. I think sometimes she'll splash water on her face, but she probably just, you know, her face gets wet in the morning when she showers. Right. Wow. I was going to say, if this episode wasn't called Holistic Buffet, it would definitely be called Moisturizing My Weenus or something like yeah, that. Yeah, right. <laughs> Bloody hell. <laughs> what a weird term, though. When she said right? that, did, did you, were you about to send her to her room? Was I about to send my niece to her room? Yeah, for no, saying a rude word. She's 16. She's too old to be sent to her room. Right. She's. <laughs> She, and she introduced me to a word that I had never heard of before. I, I thought she had made it up, but then I Googled it and it's real. W-E-E-N-U-S. We all have two weenuses. I also Googled it whilst you were talking and I saw that too. Yeah. Wow. Weenus yeah. elbow. 
And while what? you were talking, I looked at mine and I was like, oh, no, it's really dry. <laughs> See? Oh. I'm sorry, Gemma. You, you, told me, you told me to vent and I did, but now I've also given you an, the new awareness of the whistle exactly. that you thanks didn't have before. Thanks for passing that on. Yeah, thanks <laughs> so for passing welcome. on the misery. Yeah, yeah, Carrie. God, <laughs> my my daughter Daisy at the last last weekend. I made this omelette right, and it looked it just perfect. And it oh, it was folded beautifully. It was beautifully done on both sides. There was no spillage out the end. It oh. was textbook. And I and I finished it, and I went, oh my, look at my. Oh. And I took it over in the pan to Daisy, who was sitting on my couch, and I went, look at that, Daisy. And she looked up. And she went, what? I said, look, it's, it's an omelette. It's a perfect omelette. And she went, oh, okay. And then I put it back and I was about to, and I went, and then I, and I went back into the kitchen and I came back out and I went, no, look at it. It's a, it's, look at it though. It's perfect. It's a per, you will never see an omelette better than this. And she looked at me, she went, all right, you're going to take a picture of it and put it on Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> Cheeky little cow. <laughs> I went, not now. No, I'm not. I was going to, but not now. <laughs> well she obviously knows you quite well then doesn't she yeah. kids kids <laughs> who'd have them yeah <laughs> although i'm the only one who can say that technically because i haven't got any yet so uh you know i i say the term yet yeah, you never know you never know what's yeah, gonna happen so yeah, I have to say with the kids stuff, I um one of the other realizations that I had this week and I've been doing it for a while, but I don't know if I, re I really was conscious about it is I always wanted to enjoy all the different parts of, of parenting. Mm -hmm. But in reality, I really didn't enjoy the baby phase. Uh, it was it was hard for me. And not that I didn't bond or anything. And I was also going through a lot of trauma as well. Yeah. Uh, but I, I now see if I'm driving in the car and I see someone out with like a, a, a baby stroller and they're trying to get their exercise or doing whatever. And there's like this screaming baby in a stroller and someone's pushing them along the sidewalk. I always drive by them and go, oh, you poor bastard. <laughs> <laughs> as, cheeky, as cheeky as Olivia um, can be I still so and I don't know how you feel Steve but I still so much more appreciate the age that both of the girls are at now than when they were teeny tiny I loved and it was the same with Lily my my other daughter I, I loved the from between about four and seven eight I mean yeah. Daisy occasionally still holds my hand um, but then she becomes conscious of it and then she lets go but it's just that whole for me, it's the holding hands stage, you know, mm -hmm. where every single time, everything that they do, as soon as we're out of the house, it's holding dad's hands, you know, and that mm -hmm. I just absolutely, you know, that's a, a completely priceless. But from that age, because they're cute, they're starting to develop a little personality, but they're yeah. not, they don't think they know. And like Daisy now at nine thinks she knows it all. And that's a lot <laughs> well, to do with, that, the, you know, that's that's a lot to do with the, you know, background of her mother. But anyway, she definitely thinks well, she knows also, it. But it's also their mind development. I mean, the reason that they're so precious between the age of four and eight is they, they do have the personality, but they, they can't separate them from you. Yeah. You're all just one part of the world together. And yeah. that is precious. And then all of a sudden at the age of eight or nine, they start to realize that they are a separate person and comparison starts to set in 
and that's what changes their, you know, their, their personality um, mm. when they start to realize that. I think that's why the handholding becomes less and less. And I think self-consciousness as well, obviously that kicks in, right? Yeah. So six, seven mm-hmm, years yeah. old and just kind of, whereas, we, you know, whereas in the past, you know, we could, we, I could dick around in supermarkets and not to fit, not to go out of my way to embarrass her, but just to make her laugh or stuff like that. But now absolutely forget. Well, although now I, 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 I do it very much to embarrass her on purpose, you know, <laughs> as opposed to, as you know, as opposed to, um, do it just to make her laugh. I actually do it actively to embarrass her now. <laughs> I think it's, yeah, you found the button to push sort of thing. And it's, yeah. uh, yeah, yeah. yeah fair Although enough. now she's got to the point where she just kind of rolls her eyes and just ignores me. <laughs> <laughs> well, she'll be a teenager soon. So, you know, that'll be fun. <laughs> no, she kind of already is in many ways, you yeah. know, she, her, her attitude and, and stuff. She's, she's kind of old, a little old beyond her years, but the really nice thing is her and Olivia uh, carries and Ralph's daughter um, yeah. are friends as well, which is, which is nice. I mean, it's virtual, right. But when we get a chance to see each other in, uh, in, in the United States, I'm going to bring Daisy over and she's going to finally meet Olivia because they've been sort of backwards and forwards and giving them each other presents and, you know, wow. chatting a little bit online. And, well, Roblox is really where they meet. Yeah, they you play, know, they play, they play uh, they're, they're gamers together more than anything. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> are they both nine? Olivia is 11. She just and has 11 in March. Daisy is 10 in a couple of weeks on the 18th. Okay. okay. So, yeah, so that's perfect. Yeah, that's perfect. You know, yeah, age-wise, it's perfect for them as well, isn't it? Really, and not that yeah. that would be an issue, obviously. But you know, yeah. it's yeah, they've got a common ground. You know, they can both talk to one another and stuff. So that's good. Yeah. That's really nice. Yeah, yeah. I was just curious, actually, going back to your podcast. Where did the name Holistic Buffet come from? Who was the brainchild behind that? Or you know, what were your thoughts behind it, basically? Well, we were just kind of looking at what is it going to, because we didn't want it just to be, because they, uh, the original idea before we parlayed the ideas into podcasts, it was going to be just corporate stuff, just all the stuff that we both know about. So leadership change, you know, culture change work, all of that type of stuff, lead, you know, um, uh, communication skills, presentation skills, all that. Um, but then we kind of given, given how, well, I know a bit about diet and exercise. I've been working out in gyms for what, 35 years. Right. So I know a bit about that carries a lot more well-versed in different forms of biochemistry and kinesiology and all sorts of different things to do with the body and how it works and how it moves. So we thought, let's add that stuff in. And then we kind of went, well, do you know what, if we're going to talk about the body and the, the mind and all of that interpersonal stuff. Let's talk about the intrapersonal. Let's talk about the other stuff as well and make it kind of holistic. Yeah. So that's kind of how the holistic part came out. Anything to add, yep. Carrie? No, well, you're the one who came up with the name, the holistic buffet. Steve's really good with, uh, I don't know, those types of creative, creative thoughts. And also, uh, you know, he kind of had a, a, a little bit of a vision for our, uh, our, our branding, our logo. And then I think together we just sort of named, we, we came up with Meze for the mind, uh, banquet for the body suit for the soul yeah. and it just seemed to work. But that, that was more, that was more Steve than it was me, but I love it. I- 
The idea of the buffet was if you go to a buffet, you get little tastes of different things. And that's what we want yeah. to do, right, is give people a bit of a bit about Reiki, a bit about yoga, a bit about um, storytelling or values or, you know, some of the more ethereal kind of stuff. And just give people a little taste. We're not saying we're the experts on this. Here's a course all about that. We're going to go, here's what we know. And here's an expert to give you a little taste. And if you're interested, here are some additional resources for you to go off on your own and, you know, go and find out more and report back and say what, how great it was. So that was kind of the concept around it. Um, Not setting ourselves up as we are the people who know all about this. So listen to us and this is all we're going to do, which Honestly, I listen to a lot of podcasts about this stuff, and there's a there is a bit of that. You know, there is a bit of I've gone through this one thing in my life, and I'm going to do a whole podcast all about it. Well, that's not what we're about. Um, yeah, it's, it's a bit more about, as I say, providing a little taster for people, and that's where the sort of the meze bit came from. You know, if you go to a Spanish restaurant or um, you know different types of restaurants, you get little meze dishes or tapas dishes. So, oh, meze for the mind, yeah, that'd be good, and then. What what can we do for B? We had something else for B or something else for soup, wasn't it? I can't remember what it was. But, yeah, so that's where the idea came from, just all coming in. It, it also ties in with the fact that Steve and I are both huge foodies. Yeah. You know, so the 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 just that concept in, in general of going with sort of a, a restaurant-related or a banquet-related theme yeah. um, appealed to us as well. And what's better than cooking and eating great food with friends that nourishes you, right? So there's kind of that, there's that that comes into it too. So it's, dare I say it, quite holistic, you know, the whole approach. That's quite yeah. meta, isn't it? It does. It, it's perfect. It's absolutely perfect. I was just really curious because obviously I'd kind of worked out the holistic part, but it was more the buffet part, you know, trying to sort of link it, the two together, really. But, um, yeah, I think, you know, it's a great concept. You've definitely got something going on here that's going to be fantastic for everybody. I so, so, yeah, and I, I highly recommend it as well. Like I said, I've listened to the episodes that have been released so far, and I've really, really enjoyed them. And I look forward to what you've got coming up next. But I was also just going to ask you quickly, are there any subjects that you're really looking forward to sort of getting into? And likewise, are there any subjects that you're kind of maybe a little bit nervous about getting into? I definitely want to look at, I definitely want to get into more of the, like I say, the transpersonal stuff, right? So more of the spiritual kind of things. Now, whether that, and I don't know whether this is that, but like, Yoga and meditation is one very easy form. Reiki therapy, again, one very easy form. Form, but something a little bit, a little bit, sort of more than that. I don't think I don't want to say way out there or you know, alternative therapies and that because that has a certain stigma to it. But something more in that direction that I don't have a lot of experience of. So I want to learn. I'm a I'm a great you know I read a lot about different things and I'm always eager to learn about new things. So new experiences, that kind of stuff is the things that I'm really looking forward to. For me, I don't, I don't know. There's not, not anything that I don't. Well, if there was anything that I wouldn't want to cover is only because I didn't know about it. And therefore we'd get someone in to talk about it. So Mm. therefore nothing is for me, at least anyway, off sort of off, um, off the menu. What about you, Carrie? For me, I'm, I think I'm most excited to dig into the somatic stuff because I've been studying it 
in therapy now for 10 years and it is life changing. So I'm really, really looking forward to digging into that. Uh, I think for me in general, there's, there's not really a topic that I am fearful of, but, and, and it might just be because of, of the culture here in Los Angeles, but I am very aware of, um, I guess just making sure that our content is inclusive, you know, to all different types of people. Um, and that it, it, it supports, it supports, you know, diversity that, you know, people are coming from all different places, all different backgrounds, um, you know, all different types of experiences. And so I will often, think about our content and just try to look at it through all of those different lenses instead of just maybe mine. Uh, and for me, that is the, I think the, the thing that I worry about, I don't want to, I don't want to misstep on that. I think that is a tricky subject, isn't it really? Because it's like, you've got so many different, like you said, cultures and stuff like that out there stuff like that's probably not a good term either but you know what I mean it's um you're trying to cater you like you just said basically you're trying to cater for everybody but sometimes it is hard isn't it to put your feet in other people's shoes and you yeah. know I think the great thing about the subjects that we're talking about is they're universal right because it's yeah. about it's about the human being right it's about the way that we cope now the way that we the challenges that we face are very different. You know, I, I run training on inclusion and diversity at my job. And, and you know, I look, it's the irony of me being a white, straight European male is not lost. You know what I mean? That I'm running a course. I'm running courses on inclusion and diversity. I mean, but anyway, um, but it's, yeah, I think there's a lot of the things that we're talking about are quite universal, but but equally, it's important to be sensitive to the the different challenges that people might have who aren't, you know, who don't look like me or have my experience or, or are economically or whatever advantaged as me and, you know, all that sort of stuff. And, you know, be, be aware of unconscious bias and delve into that a little bit. One of the other things I'm looking forward to, because it'll be a fun subject, is I'm an improviser. So I've got uh, a bit of a background in improvisation. And I'm dying to get to do some stuff on that as looking at not be not. Well, I'm, I'm interested. I can't wait to do that from the perspective of it's a great communication tool. And if you can lock your ability to improvise in yeah. that, there's lots of philosophical stuff behind it in terms of its intention, you know, about the yes and mentality about making an offer and accepting offers and stuff like that. If we can do that more, a bit more in life, I think the world would be a bit better and getting carry into doing some of that too. And, uh, you know, f- doing some doing some exercises and virtual stuff around improv. I'm looking forward to doing that because that'll be a nice, fun one. So, again, you know, a mixture of, if you like, kind of, and I don't, and I'm reticent to use this word, but kind of serious subjects or mm. uh, and fun subjects and stuff, but just a real mixture, really, of, of different things to talk about. Mm-hmm. Steve is also really interested in doing the improv because he knows that I will completely lock up and, and not be able to find my words. And that'll be highly enjoyable for him as well. And you know, I'm a hell, I'm a lot more supportive than that. And the reason I say I want to do that is because I think Carrie will be good at it because she's hilarious. And she has, she holds herself in this little bit of a box, which mm-hmm. I'm, which I'm determined to break her out of 
around this notion and she's starting to slowly change her mind but you know i'm not a very creative person you're the creative person i'm the one who's really good at you know managing the process and getting things done all that sort of stuff yes she's amazing at that and she is a very creative person so i want to help her unlock a little bit more of that yeah so there <laughs> he just shut me right down in the most that's right because you're talking way. bullshit that's why because you're talking nonsense <laughs> you're talking dare i say god's wallop god's wallop <laughs> sorry steve did we steal your line <laughs> no i think no. that's a good that's a good end that's a good out right to the top of the hour boom Go yeah lotion on your weenus <laughs> well, before you go, I did want to ask you to sort of promote your social media, your Patreon information, whatnot. So, yes, thank you, Gemma. So, you can find us on social media. We're on Twitter and Instagram at Holistic Buffet. And you can also find us at www.patreon.com forward slash holistic buffet. We have a few pieces of content that we have posted on our site that is free. So please go and visit the site, check out some of the things that we have posted. And if it interests you, then you can sign up for as little as $3 a month. Check out all of our different holistic buffet uh, membership options and we would love for you to join in the party yeah, fantastic i'm looking forward to the improv side of things as well because i want to have you know i almost want to learn that confidence of speaking because even though i do this speaking i do question myself quite a lot and i um and ah you know but anyway <laughs> i'm gonna i'm gonna let you go now because i know you've got your telephone calls Gemma, thank you for having us on it was so lovely to chat Yes, lovely uh, to chat with you, you asked too. us some great questions, so thank you so much for having us today. You're absolutely welcome. I've really enjoyed it. So in that case then, I think we've been talking enough Codswallop this week. I have been Gemma. Well, do we do that? Are we doing that? Is that what we do? Thanks, G-dubs. G-dubs. <laughs> you can take yourself out. Go on, Steve. <laughs> I've been Steve Ashton. Thank you, G-dubs. <laughs> I've been Carrie Watson. Thank you, G-dubs. <laughs> I've never been called G-dubs before. Thank you. 